I freaking love our podcast. I'm so hungry right now. I assumed his name was Darth Virgin. <laughs> Come on. You're talking dirty to me right now. She's like, what do you got in your mouth? And I got a fruit by the foot hanging halfway down to my lap. <laughs> I like to eat my calories, not drink them. <laughs> All right, hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 40 of Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. This is Pun across from me. You want to know what pisses me off? <laughs> I pull up to this guy's house. He's got his car in the driveway and not in the garage. Are we in gross point or not? Get your butler to move it. It's my wife's fault, man. I had to park on the street like a peasant. She expects me to wake up and scrape the ice off the car for her? <laughs> <laughs> what I meant to say was hi, guys. Hey, guys. I'm Barog, as you know. Today is Monday, December the 11th, 2023, and we're going to be talking about our dream jobs. Yep. I'm feeling pretty good, Pawn. I am 48 hours removed from a date night. And you know, date nights when you're our age. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, you had to recover the whole <laughs> next day. Steph and I have maturity issues <laughs> yes. when we're without the children. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. What age do you get to? Like, we're not, we're at the age finally where we don't stay up till three. Like, we were in bed at eleven. No, you just go hard we earlier. Went hard earlier. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that, I'm wondering what, that is maturity. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how you grow what up. What age do you get to where you combine that with also not acting like complete idiots mm, and having minor I think, hangovers? I think when the sixty five, where Steph wakes up on the couch wearing her boots and her coat clothes from the <laughs> yeah. night before. Uh, I don't want to get to that age. Whatever the age is, I don't want to get there. I don't either. So today we're going to be doing our dream jobs, and this is our long-lost episode. So for the followers of the pod from the get-go, and by the way, there are people that are listening. They're tearing through all of our episodes, and I see you. I see you on our Spotify for Podcasters page. (laughs) I I see the people that are catching up, and I love it. I wonder if they're going in opposite from present into into the past. No, they're going from the past to the present. Oh, so we're getting better. And there's like five to 10 people that are like tearing through every episode and then it'll start again and five more people will be going. It's it's pretty awesome to see. Because we were pretty bad. I mean, I'm not saying we're good now, but we were pretty bad. The first five to 10 were pretty cringy. We're pretty cringy. (laughs) (laughs) When I listened back to do the Bob Barker special, I was like, oh my God. I'm not saying we're Joe Rogan now, but those first ones, we were, it was tough. Yeah. But then we just kind of fell into a groove. Um, we recorded, you know what episode number that was? Take a guess. We're on number 40 today, which, oh, by dream, the way, dream. big 4-0. Big 4-0, which I'll be in February. No big deal. You want to give me a gift? <laughs> um, I got a couple ideas later on for appetizers for you. Um, I would say that was episode eight. It was 19. I was way off. You were way off. It was after, I think, Memorial Day weekend. It was when you ate all your sister's ice cream sandwiches. Oh, it was like that, the best that, episode ever. And got, That didn't get published? It did not get published. We eventually published about, that story well, the next I mean, I, week. I know that uh, that episode didn't get published, but I didn't realize that original story was from that. Yeah, so we... you Still, re, eating, you re, still <laughs> eating people's ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> you retold that story, but we said, okay, we, we were going to re, maybe redo the episode, and we decided not to because a lot of this comedy is improv, and it would feel very disingenuous i just wrote down that's the correct i just wrote down six jobs this morning (laughs) so i asked pawn i was like listen you got to come with some great writing next week we (laughs) promised the last episode and he didn't start till today i hate him i hate him so much i mean you know what are you gonna do so (laughs) be sure to click subscribe and the notification bell and leave a five-star review wherever you find your podcast Uh, and also please remember to keep sharing that episode and if you haven't listened yet, go back and check out our episode 39 on the Reality TV Show Awards, where we tried a new format. I, I typed here because it was a good way for us to go through all the shows and name them all instead of doing like what we did with our favorite scary movies, where we were like, 
what about this one? Yeah. What about this one? What about this one? And it wasn't actually our favorite scary movies. It was just every scary movie ever made. And Pun just got a notification. No, no big deal. Forgot to silence the old phone. And uh, one of the best things about that format, Pun, is that when they go back and listen to it, they get to hear things like this. And the winner is <laughs> Extreme Makeover Home Edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And the Extreme winner is Makeover Home Edition. edition. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the podcast and I was crying at that part because he sounded so happy to announce it. <laughs> Make sure to find us on Instagram at conversational humor underscore W Pun Balrog. And on Facebook at Conversational Humor Podcast with Pun and Balrog. You can also check us out on YouTube, although we have limited content, but I said we were going to start making some more reels. That's my New Year's resolution yep. for 2024. Oh, also, um, you'll probably be able to locate us a little easier on Facebook because our profile picture is no longer <laughs> Long John Silver's. It's been Long John Silver's for six but, months. Pun has been like making me so happy. He's been so active on the Facebook page, and I text him on the side. I'm like, hey, you want to maybe change the picture back to something that... <laughs> I totally forgot. If you don't know it, that's just a reference from earlier episode where the diehards, where I bought a Long John Silver's <laughs> restaurant, and now it's a picture of us again. And now it's us again. Yeah, a Mr. Feeney versus Kanye West for the week. Okay, Mr. Feeney once said, "Ah, the old nature versus nurture conundrum." Personally, I believe that a man, no matter where he comes from, chooses his own path. Okay, Mr. Feeney. What we got for Yeezy? Which reminded me of a Kanye West lyric from the song titled Good Morning, where he said, Good morning, on this day we become legendary. Everything we dreamed of. I'm like a fly Malcolm X. I buy any jeans necessary. Woo! I'm going Mr. Feeney on this one. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say, if, if you vote for Kanye <laughs> every, every Mr. week. Mr. Feeney on this one. Uh, this segment of Mr. Feeney versus Kanye, by the way, <laughs> I have to give a shout out, is brought to you by Riggs Painting Service. Riggs Painting. You can Speaking contact Shay Riggs at 248-974-7816. She's the beautiful human that painted my basement ceiling. Yeah, this it's been paint, paint, paint over here. Paint, paint, paint over here, but I don't do that. She she's awesome. She has her own service. She's been uh talk about making you you know, you follow your dream. She's been had her own business for 10 years, man. That's fantastic. If you guys need painting done, she's somewhat local to Michigan. Give her a call. That number again is 248-974-7816. Make it happen. All right, getting into our appetizer section, we have to move the Bob Barker bash back. Yeah, we sadly, do. Sadly, but truly. I was going to blame Pun, actually. Yeah. Which you can. No, I got my... I also have a... <laughs> we have, we have we, family stuff going on tomorrow night I as well. bailed initially. I go, hey, we got to move it. And he goes, sweet, I do too. So it was like yeah, perfect. If we, don't, if we don't wake up with our head like in half of a hot and ready box, then we didn't really do justice to the Yeah, no. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do something right, something big for him over the holiday break when yeah. things slow down a little bit. We'll keep you up to date. Um, and speaking of bash, did I, I sent you that thing, the Webby Awards. Did you see that? I looked to what see. Did you send there's me? like Webby Awards for podcasts where you can. Right. Like, and right. I went to sign us up for it, and it was like 150 bucks to enter. I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need it. I was like, listen, <laughs> not sure that our uh, contingent of, of loyal listeners is going to get us the awards. So yeah, maybe no. we'll just pocket the 150, put it towards the billboard. <laughs> <laughs> the real appetizer, though. The real elephant in the room that you're leaving out. Pun and I are going to be doing a live show. Pun's very nervous. I'm terrified. <laughs> Listen, so I'm in a rush today, so we don't have a lot of time to hang out after the show where we would talk, but I have no problem just sitting in a room making jokes, being naturally funny, but when it's a real skill for somebody to go, 
make me laugh, boy. It's like it's, it's terrifying. And Andy's cool with it. He's just like, I also agreed to it. I'm just like stupidly like, yeah, let's do it. But I'm the drive over here. I'm like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. What am I gonna do? I've been thinking about it nonstop since we agreed. So I'm we, anxious. We agreed to it last week, and I wasn't sure. I was asked. So full disclosure, I was asked, do I want to do stand up? for to support his business right he, he has a pre-sold-out show it's the venue i can't announce where it is yet if it's 80 people so it's a bit it's, it's gonna be a nice decent sized crowd and i was like man i have not been on stage to do stand-up in like eight years yes yeah, scary like since 2015 i think maybe 16 was my last time i was like i don't think you want me up there man i i'd have to dig out some old jokes i don't even know if that stuff's funny anymore like i'm gonna be tripping over myself he's like well the other idea i thought of was having you and pun on there and I was like, damn, now you're talking. I was like, now you're talking. I, if anybody's going to bomb, I was like, it's going to be pun, I baby. Pun. <laughs> I can totally throw a pun under the bus. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, big, God. Waitress. Uh, uh, double, please. You double, please. Pun's just rubbing his hands together on stage. I'm, I'm mortified. So what we're going to do, I thought, we can't pass up the opportunity. Because no, that's we 80, do 80 people that are going to click subscribe. And if it goes well, it's something we can kind of do normally. So all we're, we only have 10 minutes, and we're just going to do a live list. Yeah. We're going to do a quick little list. It's going to be something that's a little less PG-13. Yeah. Uh, so depending on the uh, audience and how many tickets are left available, we will announce something eventually. But I have to allow the pre-sale to happen. I'm coming first. out like Burt Kreischer with no shirt on. <laughs> Please, God. I'm just embracing him right off the Just road. go the opposite of Burke just Kreischer. Go, yeah, yeah. Wearing nothing but a t-shirt. <laughs> Come on, just a robe. I got one more for appetizers. I don't know if you've seen this or not. I don't know how you feel about this, but I thought it was kind of weird. Did you see that Nike asked teachers to grade essays for free? It was something to do with, I can't find the link again, but they have Nike pe- as teachers. teachers. Yeah, so they have people submitting essays to win scholarships. Ah, or, okay. okay. So it's like this multi-billion-dollar oh company God. sent out a letter that basically said, "Like, hey, do you want to support your community?" What a bad look for them. To people who already support their are community st- and are underpaid, and you oh. as a twenty, forty, fifty, sixty billion-dollar company, however much they're worth. Ask the, the the most underpaid people on earth to grade essays for free. Yeah, I can go. I, I mean, what if you just said a hundred? <laughs> hey, we'll give you fifty bucks an essay, twenty five bucks an essay. You cram out, for, you absolutely. know, absolutely, however much they give twenty bucks to donate plasma down at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and you now can, you can at least up it to thirty. You can't give these <laughs> teachers, uh, you know, twenty five bucks an essay that way on the weekend. Maybe they bang out ten of them. It's like they made a couple of bucks. Yeah. Man, I mean, bad look from Nike. Terrible. What are they going to do next? Have child labor? <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, uh, do you mind? <laughs> Too soon? Do you know how to sew, guys? Do you know how to sew? Because we got these shoes. <laughs> if your eyes are good, we can send you over to our Nintendo group. Well, uh, the <laughs> reason I the, <laughs> the reason I thought of Nike is because my son's, I got an email that my son's basketball shoes, which we custom, I customized for Christmas for him, just cleared customs and i was trying to read he goes hey where are those shoes at i go well let's check this shipment thing i could not pronounce any of the names where they were at <laughs> i was like i don't i don't know what somewhere in asia this pacific is. This is they're coming from an eight-year-old Part, some, go uh, ahead and spin the globe and put your finger on it like you used to in grade school to see where you live that's where it is right now the last thing i have for appetizers you want to know what pisses me off what pisses you off I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try not to get too angry here, Pun. No, you let it go. You, you let the, it go. So I hung the blinds. Now that took care of the neighbor behind me that has the strobe light on <laughs> at nighttime, which was pissing me off. Yeah, you know I can't be looking like a total man wearing an eye mask every night. 
This house behind us, they must have a doggy door or something. Their dog goes out at 6 a.m. every morning. Does it bark? Barks like crazy. Dude. Must It must. I've talked to the next door neighbor. Wakes up everybody. Dude, you know what kind of human you got to be? You know that that's happening. Oh, my God. You, you know, you know gotta, that that's happening. You got to get down on all fours and go out there at 6 in the morning and have a bark off with this dog. Dude. Get in its face I'm, and establish I, dominance. I, <laughs> you got to just shut this dog I up. I got people telling me to buy a BB gun. No. <laughs> no we're not going to shoot the poor boots. Dude, I'm going to look to see if I can do something with AI. That every time that dog barks, I can, I can set it up to ring their doorbell. Dude, that would be... See, like, this is why I want the podcast to take off, because that's exactly the kind of terrible things I would do yes. if I was Uber Rich. I can't describe to you. It's 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 Sunday morning. My wife and I get in from our, our date night, kid-free date this night. This is the real, the real root of the problem is he was hungover, <laughs> and the damn dog was no barking. No matter what, dude. If your alarm goes off at 6.30 for work, that dog uh, wakes you up 30 minutes before every uh, single morning, dude. Every morning, barking at squirrels. I'm going to buy a drone. I'm going to buy a drone and fly it outside their bedroom window so that every <laughs> Just, time every time at 6 a.m. it barks, every single time it barks, 3 in the morning outside their window, I'm playing hip-hop. It's just going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, with a drone with a Bluetooth blast. speaker. I, I got to get them back because they must hate have, rap music. Have you, have you? Oh, they for sure hate rap music. I, I don't know how else to get them back except with loud music. Have you tried? Now, hear me out. Have you tried talking to them? I mean, maybe just that knocking could. on the door. Knock the door hey, yeah. listen, sir. Yeah, the- listen, I'm thinking about buying a paintball gun and shooting your dog. Or, or you could just let them out a little bit, maybe a little bit later. we'll chip in for training. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, maybe they have no idea. They don't know. Ugh. They're probably just clueless. You know, they're they're making coffee and scrambling. Pretty good eggs. idea. Talk to them. Yeah, just <laughs> knock on the door. <laughs> I didn't think about I that. Hate you guts. <laughs> All right. So what's Pun got to say on social medias? Oh, Th- this week What'd he said, "You said I miss Pizza Hut buffet." <laughs> You forgot about that. Fun said, I miss Pizza Hut Buffet more than I miss Blockbuster. Which, now looking back, I the nostalgia I have with Blockbuster, I love Blockbuster. Yeah. I really do. Like I, it's, it's immortalized in my brain as one of the coolest things ever, even though it's just a movie Because it was a night out. Because it was just like it a thing. part of the night. Yeah, Blockbuster so, was so cool. So you reneg on that? You're going back to Blockbuster? No, Which I don't one know, do you miss more? I don't know, dude. They had the good ranch at I Pizza Hut <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Dude, Pizza Hut Buffet... Was the bomb. It's, it's funny because I was like... The only reason I wanted to bring it up is because I was going to call you out and say, which one do you really miss more? Because I, at first I was like, it's absolutely Blockbuster. Then I thought about that buffet. Yeah. So is there no more Pizza Hut Buffet? Uh, somebody on there said there's one in Alma. Oh, are they? <laughs> I mean, if you want to take a, a few hour ride. I remember like having like hour long lunches at, in high school and be yeah. like, oh, we have enough time to go to Pizza Hut and back and do the buffet and stuff. Dude, it was Pizza honestly. Pizza buffet is so good. I mean, I remember towards the end and I thought like, dang, this is getting kind of expensive. It was like $10.99. Yeah. You got all the pizza you could want, drinks, salad. salad. They had the bread cinnamon, bre- the breadsticks yep. and the cinnamon twist <laughs> breadsticks or the cinnamon. That was like the best bargain ever. And you want to know what's, this is like, maybe you probably have thought about it, but maybe people don't realize the reason why it was so awesome. It's like going to a wedding and when you get a beer at a wedding, it's in like a little eight ounce glass yes. and you're like, this is a little boom. And you just, mm-hmm. that's why people get wasted at weddings. So they're just like slamming these eight ounce glasses. Same as the pizza buffet. The pieces were so small. Yep. I was like, I can actually <laughs> eat like 11 pieces I'm of pizza. 12. 
Yeah. And you got to sit down and like I always liked sitting down and eating at Pizza Hut. Oh, I man. just I I miss Pizza Hut buffet. I miss Pizza Hut buffet. I didn't know it was gone, but I'm still voting for Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gun to my head, I don't know what I'd pick. But somebody else wrote on their Bozos. Uh, remember the Bozo show on WGN, where mm. the little kids? It was the clown. The little kids had to throw the ball in the bucket for prizes. Oh. You remember that it was like a hundred dollar bill at the yeah. end? I was one hundred percent convinced that that hundred dollars would change my life forever. forever. I was like, forever. I was like, dude, if a kid wins a hundred dollars, trajectory of my life, yeah, like I would just be loaded. You saw Macaulay Culkin and Richie Rich. You're like, that yeah. could be me. Uh, man, Richie Rich is a top ten movie for me. Uh, getting into our E's and O's section. So, Pond, we missed an entire category last week. What was it? We missed the entire dating category. I know, but neither one of us watched like the Golden But Bachelor. I had a whole list of them. Did the, you? Our, the people who listened to watch yeah, those oh, shows. Yeah, they for sure watch those shows. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to be hitting me up that we missed it. So we're just going to quickly do it because I had it written down. So we're going to use it. And I'm going to say that the nominees are and the nominees for Category are, 6 of Dating. Here are the nominees. I'm going to go The Bachelor. The Bachelor is insanely popular. That's the only one I know. There's, I think every woman watches The Bachelor. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Or has watched The Bachelor. They do uh, The Roses is how you win, right? So is The Bachelor where the guy is single or the girl is single? I th- The Bachelorette. Is where the, there's one girl and 50 guys. Which, where I'm from. That's not the kind of gal you want. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the premise of that a was wife. just called Puns 20s. <laughs> yeah. As the truth. How about that whole, the one that's like Whore Island or whatever? Whore Island? Yeah, like Temptation oh, Island. Temptation Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was great. Is Big Brother a dating one? I never seen Big Brother. I didn't watch it. I thought it Big Brother was a competition one. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, how about the one that's like Love is Blind? There was one where they like wore masks. Like the mask. Oh, what did my. So my ex made used to make me watch this thing on Netflix. That might be Love is Blind, where they didn't even meet each other. Yeah. They, they were like talking through a wall. A wall. And this right. chick's like, I, oh, I'm in love with Kevin. And I'm like, you never even, you never <laughs> met him ever a day in your life. You don't love him. You do like his voice. <laughs> He's saying cool things. Seems like a decent You person. don't love Kevin. The, that show is so good, though, because Kevin's ugly as shit Yo, yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I can't wait. She's until she smoking hot, too. And, she, and he bamboozles her. You can her. see her smile just start to flatten yeah. out. <laughs> well, he's got a pair of, like, 84 shell toe Adidas on. She's just like, oh, God. How about wife swap? That's always a great idea. Yeah, I Now, that's one I used to watch uh, late at night. Like, those are hilarious. That was the one that Dave Chappelle did the parody yes, on. Yes, that's Correction, the best. I had, with, I had sex with Kate. Yes, that's my best. boy Lysol, fresh out the joint. <laughs> yeah, uh, how about, good. and there was Paradise Hotel and 90 Day Fiance were on the list. Yeah, 90 Day Fiance is a stupid, you know, stupid idea. The reason I, I remember that we forgot this category is because I was listening to it and I said to my wife, I was like, we forgot the one. Do you remember the back to back? I would like watch them late. They were like 11 to midnight. What? One of them was like Blind Date. Where like it, they're on a, oh three did they have three they people? go on there was like one where they go with on a date with three people and have to pick one at the end and then after that was the one where they're on a date and it's like someone's typing what they're thinking the whole time dur- during their date you know 
I remember Blind Date. It I'm was trying to think so of what. Good. Oh, yeah, I do remember where it showed up. Uh, like what you're saying with the typing, it would flash across the yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I vaguely. And it was remember. like whoever was typing, it was like dropping jokes the whole time. He's like, yeah. he doesn't really like her shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like those two back to back were must see TV after a bar night or something. Um, what else is there? I can't believe you just named off that many. That was fantastic. That was what I had in the show doc from last week. I had zero for oh the Golden Bachelor. I mentioned that. That I, that's a new one. <laughs> And I think that's for like 50 year olds or 60 year olds, I guess, is what the requirement is. And the winner is for category six of the dating category. Oh my God. I'm going blind date for sure. I, th- I think I'm going blind date too. <laughs> blind date was. Although everybody who listens well, to our show is probably saying the bachelor. bachelor. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the bachelor. It's always like, it, it always gives women false expectations because it's like, a 38-year-old former NFL quarterback who went to right. Harvard. He's got a six-pack. He's like, he walks dogs in his spare time. Totally He's a pediatrician make- now. You're like, come on, guys. They should make average Joes like yeah. us. So stupid. By the way, you were making up titles of shows last week. You were just like, oh, it's got to be called Lego Wars. <laughs> It wasn't called Lego, Lego Masters. Lego Masters. Okay. You said something about the Bear Grylls show, like surviving something. Survivor Man. Yeah, it's actually called Man versus Wild. <laughs> well, is, there was a Survivor Man. Maybe I don't, but it wasn't Bear Grylls. You're, clearly, you're just tossing titles out there, funny. <laughs> just, this is how much TV I watch. Your creative side was just flowing. And also, I forgot to give a shout out to my buddy Dave that I used to play fantasy football with. He was a contestant on, I think it was called World's Worst Chef, where oh, they like vote could, you off. I could win that every week. You have to cook, and they vote you off. He lost in episode one. He cut his finger open. He's <laughs> he's bleeding into his entree. This is what's gonna happen to me on stage for our open <laughs> that, mic. That's thing. right. <laughs> And the last one I got to give a shout out to, the, one of my favorite reality TV shows of all time we didn't mention was Last Comic Standing. Oh, that was a fantastic, fantastic. show. Fantastic. Yeah, that was good. Amy- oh, the talent. We didn't mention Star Search. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? You looked pissed when you said that. <laughs> Comics from Last to- Comic Standing that got famous. There's a list of them, but Amy Schumer came yep. from Last Comic Standing. There's a guy named Josh Blue. No, no. Uh, Theo Vaughn was on season four. Was he? Theo Vaughn was on Last Comic Standing. I, I'll still stand by the funniest off the head improv comic person, human to have ever lived on this earth. He is the is funniest off the top of his head. He's fantastic. He's so funny. Last one I got on there was one of my favorite comedians that we saw live here in uh, Michigan was Tom, a guy named Tommy John. Again, look him up. He's fantastic. Never heard of him, I don't think. All right. You, you seem like you want to get something out for Ease and O's. Well, I, I do because Randall's going to yell at me if I don't. Ease and O's, Jesse. Jesse James is not the son on American Chopper. He was on the other show, wasn't he? Paul Junior, Paul Senior, and Paul Junior were the dad. And then Jesse James. And then Jesse James was like was, Orange County or American, whichever one. Yeah, which. whatever's what. Yeah, He's going to yell at me about that too, but. <laughs> He always calls me. He's like, hey, stupid. Hey, That's not the kid. And then you mess up E's and O's again. <laughs> then and I mess it up again, yeah. All right, getting into our sports section, uh, big news this week, Shohei Otani signed, what, $700 million for 10 years? I mean, I guess if you could live on that, that's decent money. Yeah, 10 years, $700 million. There this, was- is, this is Shohei right now in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean... Did you see the report circulating that um, his agency drummed up a little bit of false interest from the Toronto Blue Jays? Like, good, they, good job, agency. Good, they did a fantastic Absolutely. job because I guess he knew. So this is came from Barstool, but he uh, he came out and said that he knows where he wants to go. So they think that the Dodgers were offering him a little bit less money because they knew, like, hey, we got the leverage. 
So what his agents did was they leaked a flight from L.A. to Toronto, nice. and then they leaked. They like did these little things, and then 24 hours later, yeah. The but they must have they must have been smart enough to know that Toronto's too far away. It's an extra four hours to go see his family. Yeah, like there was not going to happen. He was staying. I don't know how you and I didn't predict when we first started talking about it in the summertime that he was going to be a Dodger. Yeah, that, I think the realistic list was like. The They're Yankees. the big market out here. It's all the big markets in the but country. But I'm talking the West Coast big markets. Yeah. It would have been like the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants, right? I think they said the Yankees were really at play. But, yeah. But, yes, it was, L.A. was the Dodgers. It said here, Yankees. Dodgers are set to pay Shohei Otani more than, in 2024, than eight MLB franchises will pay their entire roster. He will be making more than the entire rosters of the Cleveland Guardians, the Marlins, the Royals, the Brewers, the Reds, the Pirates, the Orioles, and the Athletics. I've seen a That's br- insane. I've seen a breakdown that said he makes $2.22 every second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every second. I wish we were making that for this podcast. I'd Jeez be Louise. Uh, you want to talk a little NFL? or, nah, or I, want to talk, I want to talk Caitlin Clark. Oh what I want to God. talk about. First Cousin player. of the pod texted me last week. He's like, I don't give a shit about Caitlin Clark. <laughs> no, nobody does. No one, no one does. We know this. Um, but I kind of dig it since it's a segment. But I do care. Uh, the first player in history, man or woman, in Division One college uh, basketball. 3,000 3, points, yeah, 750 that. rebounds, 750 assists. She's a stud. Hey, the WNBA draft lottery was last night, and they were already predicting her to go number one overall pun. Spoiler I mean, alert. I'm just saying. You going to read her stats or no? No. Oh, I, oh not, that was it? That was it. That's all. I just <laughs> okay. wanted to bring up her first in I like how you're switching up the Caitlin Clark update. People don't want to just hear stats every week. I like it. No. They Maybe just... you can bring up a random fact about her like you do with Bob Barker. You know what? I would love to be like, you know, actually, she is a big <laughs> fan of the color orange. Back when Caitlin Clark was a young lady three years ago. <laughs> Did you know uh, her third grade teacher, Miss Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Since she was a small town in Iowa, Miss Johnson taught grades K through five at the same time in one building. <laughs> NFL football. How about that Chiefs Bills play? For Holy smokes! Kader, I I seen the worst meme ever. It was a picture of I saw it lined up like ten yards on in front of the line of scrimmage. No, it was uh, what's his name, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, it said Kadarius Tony on the way home, and it was a picture of JFK in the open convertible. Oh my! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> said uh, Tony on his way home in Kansas City tonight. For those of us. <laughs> Oh, my, my God. That is too much. Uh, if you're in Michigan, you can go to the Henry Ford Museum and see that car. Blood is still on the seats. Is it really? Yeah, it's at the Henry Ford Museum. Um, just to put a little real-life uh, wow. feeling into what you were making fun of there, Paul. Yeah, thanks for I feel <laughs> terrible. The reason right I now. brought that up is because I don't know if it's like just because sports pundits and talking heads don't have much to talk about, or is like the NFL officiating just reprehensible lately? Maybe these guys are doing it on purpose because they want to become full-time employees. I think that's a good question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just say the officiating's really bad lately. I mean, the week before the the Packers were playing the Chiefs and they were like down. Chiefs were down eight. Patrick Mahomes throws a pass to the end zone. And the guy gets like absolutely mugged in the yep. end zone. There's no call. So I don't know what's going on, but the NFL should figure that out soon because it's a multi billion dollar industry. And it was one of the coolest plays we've seen in a long, long time. And we need Taylor Swift in the playoffs. And we need T Swizzle in the playoffs. It was. Yeah. It wasn't even a design play that way. No, Kelsey just found Tony. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Kelsey got a pass over the middle. He's running up and he's about to get tackled. He turns around, and just throws the ball back to Kelsey like Tony. A high IQ Tony football play. Previously was yelling at the refs about a non pass interference penalty, and then he sees that, <laughs> that Kelsey's about to throw him the ball. He was lined up offsides, though, for sure. A tweet from at CJ0 said the Taylor Swift song about the NFL referees is going to be absolutely rip. Yeah, she's going to go into them. <laughs>
and you want to know what makes me the most nervous? The Ravens boat raced our beloved Detroit Lions, and the Rams took them to overtime. Yeah. If we, I well, the Rams swear are to you, hot, pun, if we make the playoffs and play the Rams and lose to Matthew Stafford in the playoffs, <laughs> I'm done with football. I'm done. Because the Lions have me so worried. They're good, not great. No, I. You know what? The only the only uh, saving grace in my mind is that we have some help coming back. Hopefully, coming back because we need help on the defensive line. Like Terrible. we have to. We are atrocious on the defensive line. The Lions got worked in Chicago, yeah. and it was predictable. Anybody could have predicted what was going to happen. And all you Lions haters that are like same old Lions, you guys can crawl back into those holes. You crawl. No, it's not the same old Lions. <laughs> it's not the same old Lions at all. But. I mean, our holes are glaring, and it seems like they figured our offense out. So we, I mean, Ben Johnson's got to mix some things up a little bit here. I saw this screenshot a couple weeks ago, and I've had this in the show doc for a while. It says, football ages are so weird to me. Gronk and Travis Kelsey are both 34 years old. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Gronk has, I feel like Gronk has been like out of the league. He played a little bit with Tom Brady, but that was not Gronk. He's been out of the league for a while. A long time, and Kelsey's like just now starting to show signs of age. Says Todd Gurley, so they're 34 years old. Todd Gurley isn't even 30 yet. I know it's he's it's, been retired for years. It's weird um, how what the difference in positions, what that does to you age wise. It says Kyle Pitts is only 22 years old. Robert Woods is one year older than Cooper Cup. Robert Woods feels like he's been in the NFL for a hundred years. And it, this is NFL on CBS tweeted out on December 4th. So this was before last weekend's game. I don't know if it's still the truth, but Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. Strange but true. 31-year-old Raheem Mostert, same age as Le'Veon Bell. He's one year older than Melvin Gordon, two years older than Todd Gurley, three years older than Ezekiel Elliott, and four years older than Joe Mixon. Isn't that insane? It The the Ezekiel Elliott downfall was... Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> You're not... Boy, oh boy. Yeah, he's... he's absolutely done the only things i have on here for ncaa football is a paul feinbaum i have i can't stand that guy i can't stand his face i can't stand his hair i can't stand his <laughs> attitude i hate that his guy. hate for the big 10 his love for the sec and how he just strokes alabama is like yeah espn pays him to do it it's unbelievable i can't i if i ever saw him i would want to murder the guy i yeah. can't stand him I, I you know what's weird is i never hear any takes from him where i'm like Oh, that makes sense yeah. why he's so yeah. beloved. Like you It's know, always he, like you're even, just pumping the SEC. Even Stephen A. Smith, who is controversial as he is, there are times where I listen to Stephen A. Smith and I go, he at least put some thought process into sports and he has some takes. Like, I would have never thought about that. Yeah. I've never heard one of those from Feinbaum. Feinbaum's absolute trash, and I can't stand the guy. Did you, and the reason I put him on here, I put him on here a couple weeks ago because he, he was talking about how like Michigan might not deserve to make the, the play. Yeah. He's like always anti-Big Ten. And then the SEC wins, and he's like, you can't say anything to him because it's like he's on his little perch. You know, I, I can't stand the guy, but De uh, Desmond Howard ripped him. I don't have the full quote here, but he said he's a caricature. I was like, dang. Yeah, he is. They work together. Yeah. Um, there's a 30 for 30 documentary. Last things I got on sports, 30 for 30 documentary called The Great Heisman Race in 97 with mm -hmm. Chuck Woodson. And Ryan Leaf. It was on. Peyton Manning. Yep. No, was it was uh, Randy Moss, Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf, and, and uh, Chuck Woodson. Woodson. The last, last thing I have on sports, in unrelated news, did you see Brock Lesnar's daughter, Maya? Yeah, I did. Uh, She's not surprisingly, she broke the shot put record at Colorado no, State. No, she looks like she would break a shot yeah, put no record. Yeah, no kidding. She looks like pun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wearing a sports bra. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. Like, 
Brock has the dominant genes in the family. It was one of those like headlines that was the most obvious thing. It could have said Brock Lesnar's daughter breaks record for just fill in the blank. Yeah. And she got it. Yeah, she got it. <laughs> it I, this is why I read comments. <laughs> people are so like, you were talking, she's in college, what, third, fourth year. Like she's a full grown adult, maybe 22. But somebody in the comments wrote, man, something about the way Brock's daughter twirls really turns me out. <laughs> well, you know, when you spin to throw the shaffle He's like, her spin just and did Brock's it. Brock's going to find him and, and kill him. Brock's going to murder this guy. All right, it's ad read time. And this week's ad, once again, comes from the Jensen Insurance Agency. Yep. You dislike paying for your auto insurance? Jensen Insurance can help. Contact Kenny at 248-546-9400 or by email at kjensen at jensenagency.com. Whether it's auto, home, life, financial planning, they offer it all. Bundle your policies for even more savings and you'll have a single point contact for all your insurance needs. And that's the selling point. We say that week after week. The single point, the single contact person is the most valuable tool that he offers. So if you don't want to go through the website and you don't want to have to go through apps and you want to talk to an actual person who can help you and guide you in the right direction, Kenny's your guy. I was playing basketball Saturday morning and one of my guys was like, oh, call Jensen. (laughs) I was like, hey, it's working. It's in your subconscious right now. One of the guys did reach out to him, so our ad is actually doing it works. some good. Let's go. He texted, hey, he texted Kenny, and he goes, I heard this story about you picking up Andy from opening day one year. Is that true? <laughs> Kenny responded, we were never supposed to talk about that again. <laughs> All right, it's list time, baby. Let's do it. And this week's list is our dream jobs. So just a quick lead-off question, pun What's the what's your favorite job you've ever had? What's your least favorite job? Pick one. My least favorite job? My least favorite job was easily either CVS cleaning up that those aisles at the end of the day at CVS is misery. The makeup aisle where people are just putting on mascara and putting it back down. Oh, or I worked at Southgate Amico with Russo. I to, <laughs> oh, I remember Russo used to. Dude, I used to, have to work at 6 a.m. on Saturdays in college. I would go from a frat house to work and sleep face down. This same dude would come in every morning and get a newspaper yeah. and wake me up. And I'd be like, can you just come in like <laughs> one hour later, sir? You're the only human that's been in here. That's hilarious. Um, my least favorite job was I worked at Arby's for like. We have four the days when I was 17. And I was like, no, Ate I'm all not the Arby's you could possibly <laughs> eat left. <laughs> these people are actually working around here. My, my most favorite, I think I've mentioned this before was pushing wheelchairs in my teens oh, at, at the, the airport. airport. All my buddies worked there. It was like one giant frat. It was just all of us that at 17, awesome. 18 years old, making a hundred, 150 bucks a at day. At that age, tips. if you're making good money and you're working with fun people. Oh, it's the best. That's why mine is the Olive Garden. It was the best, yeah. <laughs> As you could have probably predicted. Hey, I got tricked. Did you see the OG, uh, the Olive Garden stuffed bread uh, breadsticks mm. with the Alfredo? It said Alfredo sauce stuffed breadstick. You went and bought some? No, it was. <laughs> it, they tricked me. I thought it was a real thing. It's uh... not a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, I was all... You can dip them into Alfredo sauce. I was, I was laying on the couch <laughs> at night. It was like 11 o'clock. I was like, hey, if there's one open, I'm going to go right now. Also, I, I used to always say I want to be in the mafia. <laughs> I, I would always say, man, you can live the good life till you're like 45 and someone shoots you in the back of the head. Yeah, now I'm 42 got... and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to be. Yeah, no, no mafia. No, yeah. no mafia. <laughs> that me. was funny to say when I was 27. <laughs> well, they do get to wear cool suit cool suits and their headquarters is always like a strip club maybe at at the spot (laughs) it's like henry the ace 
All right, how many? Let me ask who's going first. How many? I got six. Two, four, six. All right, you want to go first? I'm going to lead it up, you know, because I'm patriotic, right? <laughs> I am. I always think about God and country first. And for that so reason. So you want to work at the Tomb of the so, unknown, un, <laughs> unknown Soldier? <laughs> no, for that. No, that's an actual hard job. It takes yes, like two years absolutely. to become. Absolutely. So it's like one of the highest honors you can have yeah, is to be. It's very hard. Yeah. Uh, but my. Yes, pa- you wouldn't be able to pull it off. No, 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 no. <laughs> my patriotism uh, runs so deep that one of my dream jobs would be the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders coach because those are America's <laughs> girls right there. <laughs> like, if anybody deserves to lead those ladies, yeah. it is You're, me. As you know, it's been a, it's been a hot <laughs> practice, ladies. Let's go hit the showers. <laughs> That's a great one. It's like puns, patriotism runs so deep. Put it to sleep. <laughs> We're getting canceled 100%. Oh, yeah. There might be some beeps in there. I said uh, if anybody should lead those ladies, people are going to lose their oh. mind because I, you <laughs> think a woman needs to be like... So I'm you want to be the choreographer of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? No, no, no. I want to be... I want to wear super high-rise shorts Nutters. with a whistle and like a way too tight white <laughs> polo. Like, come on, ladies. Go. Come on, ladies. Let's go. Come on, so Bridget. You're, so you're coaching them. Like I know I offer them nothing. <laughs> I nothing. I just travel with them. Oh well, my first one is not nearly as funny as Pun's first one. I put on here because we all want to be famous athletes. Every guy who yes. likes sports wants to be a famous athlete. And I thought, of course I would want to be Tom Brady, but Tom Brady also gets hit from the blind side by defensive <laughs> ends every once in a while, you know. I don't need that. So many places we can go with I don't <laughs> So my dream job, as you know, I love golf, would be a PGA golfer. These guys, so cool. they never see the snow. They travel to the best places in the world, stay at the best places in the world. They don't even have to, they make money through sponsorships. Right. They don't even have to place. Yeah. They don't even have to place. The big guys don't even have to place. Like a Rory McIlroy or Phil Mickelson makes a fraction of their yearly income on actual golf yeah we talked about that one time i was i was Shocked. way surprised yeah why how like little you win the masters them. and you make like two million bucks right and these win. guys are making 60 million bucks a year yeah easily so let's say a poor i mean just off the top of your head i don't want to put you on the spot but a a poor pga professional is probably still making a quarter million bucks a year right yeah yeah of course that, they're and making, that's they're that's making like more than the league minimum in other sports yeah, yeah way way more so it's like they're traveling bringing their family with them going to the most beautiful locations and in the worst ones making a quarter million bucks yeah not a bad life these guys get paid well they're taking private jets everywhere they're traveling the world they get to golf all day and p.s they all have hot wives oh yeah I've ne- yeah I, I agree i've these never guys, seen an some ugly... of them look like absolute mutants yeah <laughs> And they, they have the hottest wives. Like, look up a guy named Patrick Cantlay compared to his wife. Patrick Cantlay. Patrick so apparently Cantlay. Pa- apparently Patrick Kenlay, exactly. if you've seen his wife. You know, you know, well, she looks like a model, and he looks like his parents were at least third cousins, if not second oh, no. cousins. Yeah, man, listen, when you can offer that lifestyle, you, you get a little bit better quality right. of a woman. My next one, speaking of wives... But I, I actually have always thought this would be cool. <laughs> to start giggling for no reason. <laughs> to, would be an FBI profiler. Hell yeah! Dude. So, and I, if I'm, if I turn out to not be good at putting psychopaths in jail, I would at least have the lead on finding a new wife because I'm great at dating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, I, I thought that I thought it would be uh, like mind of a murder or mind like mind hunters kind of thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where you get to just sit all day and well, I guess. This is probably shouldn't be on most people's dream jobs, but you get to 
go deep dive into the true crime aspect. I thought it would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think at, you're not alone. I guarantee there's people that agree with you. Yeah, my wife being one of them. Yeah, I, I get. I go down rabbit holes that are just. I hope. I think we've talked about this too. I hope nothing bad ever ha- happens around me because if they go into my Google search history, they're going to be convinced I'm the killer. <laughs> yeah, they're going to think I right. did it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Did Stephen Avery do it, Punt? Uh, Making a murderer. Did he do it? Yes. I'm going to go with yeah. I think he did. I think I, those, my I, heart wants those to documentaries say, are all for sure. My heart wants to say no. <sighs> but it's like, come on, guy. Uh, and how long would it take you to go from being a good mind of a murderer or mind hunter oh. to Dexter Morgan where you're like, I'm uh, yeah, killing the bad I, guy. I'm going to kill the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. My next one, and this was always, this might be the thing I would want to be most in life, actually, would be a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Ooh, yeah, you'd be really good at that. I'm not saying I'd be good at it or who would be good at it, but it's, I mean, that lifestyle must be so fun. I mean, first of all, there's nothing like making people laugh. It's all improv comedy, so they still get the rush of... You know the the live set. Yeah, they, they just get what an outline of what the show's going to yeah, be they about. Do, they do it. rehearsals and then they do it for a live studio audience. And those guys live fast lives. I yeah. mean, well, they die pretty young. <laughs> some of them die pretty young. Do not Google image Chris Farley deceased because it is scary and sad. Yeah, but those. I mean, he. I heard, I saw the documentary on SNL like through the years, and they said Chris Farley had quote big American fame. And it's like the the cast members, whoever the most popular cast members of SNL are at any time, have huge American fame. Yeah. And that would be like such an absolute rush. I hear it's a grueling job because a lot of people are like, why would Will Ferrell quit SNL? Why would Adam Sandler quit SNL? You can't do it forever because you're doing it all week, every week. Yeah, no. It. Uh, I actually just seen this morning uh, about Norm MacDonald and them saying, what is uh, SNL's big boss name? It's, uh, uh, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. Yep. That he was friends with OJ and uh, he Norm McDonald kept after the acquittal <laughs> kept hammering the OJ thing yeah. and Lauren was like, "Hey, relax." Enough. And that turned Norm McDonald on more than anything in the yeah. world. Like, oh, I can't make these jokes. Yeah. All I'm doing is Norm, OJ jokes. Oh, what a legend he <laughs> yeah. was. We lost him too early. Norm McDonald was excellent. Hey, he's fantastic. Uh, so you went with what you'd want to do more than anything in this world. I'm going to go with what my number one would be, and that's a house husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just you, chilling I, I mean all i know is you would never do that. everyone's mom always says this is the hardest job on earth okay <laughs> prove it but i'll tell you right now you walk in the house it's gonna smell like lasagna it's gonna smell like jasmine i'm gonna rub i'm gonna pick them little cotton balls out of your feet when you get home i'm gonna rub i'm gonna be working the pasta crank be, making homemade stuff i would be the best house husband ever you oh. it would flash forward to her at like a built like in an office working closing a deal in me in like a hot bubble bath <laughs> like watching sports <laughs> like i got the tv set up on the toilet right in front of the bathtub and the kids are just terrorizing the house. Like i just finally got done cleaning out the oven yeah. and i'm gonna enjoy it in a nice bath i promise you 46 minutes before she got home i would scramble <laughs> and make the house look fantastic oh hey darling hey babe with kids, you want to be home with kids. Yeah. Oh, we're going to the park. Oh, you my go. God. Well, that's stressful. 
It, it it's tough, man. Stop it. I'm listen. I <laughs> promise you, I'm gonna know every recipe in the Betty Cracker. But <laughs> I, I will 100 percent be the best house husband of all time. Oh, that hey, God bless you, pun. <laughs> and God bless the the powerful lawyer that's listening to this podcast yeah, right now. Where you at? Let's fall in love with you. Because <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys realize, you ladies realize, pun is just fishing for a powerful wife right now. <laughs> yeah, where uh, where are my doctors at? <laughs> Can I get a brain surgery? No, listen, I'm telling you, man, me and the kids would have like, I would have so much time on my hand. We'd have like a dope handshake when I walked in the house. Like we'd be like, <laughs> you know, I just, I a different handshake with each kid, with each kid. Yeah. <laughs> so much time for activity. You ever see those videos of the teachers that have a different handshake with each yes. one of their students, like teacher of the year yeah. award instantly. Yeah. Those are like super 30 cool. different handshakes. So my next one would be, cause you know, I do love to get cards in the air, man. It's the degenerate lifestyle of I would love to be a professional poker player. I love how every one of Andy's is not conducive to having a family. None of it. <laughs> just like, I know. He's, he's in uh, Vegas 24 hours a day with black shades on playing yeah. poker. I'm either in New York and as a cast member flying the world on a private jet where my wife can come every once in a while. Every once in a while. Or I live in Vegas. I mean, poker stars live in Las Vegas for the most part because that's where the most games are at. They get to choose their own schedule. I know. They get to play cards for a living, man. It, it's To me, it would be stressful, but if you have this baseline of money and you're good to go. That would be my only question. I wonder what the average, so we know when the high, when, when it's good, it's good. I wonder what the bad is like. Like, are they walking around check to check? And they're check to check being a couple million dollars. Yeah. But when they're broke, are they broke? Some people. Or are they responsible and they have a nest egg and go, I'm not gambling with this last So 50, I'd like 000. to think I would be the former, not the latter. But there are, the latter does exist. Yeah, they're it, check to check and they're millionaires. It's more of like old school Vegas dudes. Like back in the day, nowadays, people are smarter about investing their money because i've actually listened to podcasts about this before do you know who mike sexton is or was he he's deceased no he did the he was one of the announcers on the world poker tour i bet you i know his voice and i could show you i guarantee you know who he is and there was an interview with him that i listened to he just died recently and he was that guy he'd like he was talking about like hitting a tournament for millions of dollars and then he'd have to like pay off this guy pay off that guy forward his rent for x amount of months because well, he yeah. was just always grinding and think about it like i don't want to be that guy <laughs> well think about it you're down like how much are some of these buy-ins 10 20 000? yeah so you're down to your last twenty five thousand. it's like do i buy in or do i pay like four more months of my rent you know what i mean like <laughs> he was living it's probably lifestyle. a rough lifestyle the guys like daniel negranu who's probably oh. the most famous poker player he he's set for life he's got yeah. all the advertisements and he's in movies and commercials i mean He's living the life. Yeah, no, it would be fantastic. So it would, I would be super love cool. to do that. And you get to smell the flamingo all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know Hell how much yeah. I love that. My next one would be exactly what we're doing right now. If I could be a podcaster and make a hefty amount of money doing this, <laughs> to sit and joke and laugh and spend all day thinking of funny things to to make people laugh. Hell I, yeah! I don't know how you could get a cooler job than this to podcast i think it's it's got to be top of the mountaintop it's impossible there's no way it's impossible it's on my list it was number six on my list i'll just say so well i'll get to that i'll cut that part out to to actually if if our podcast but and i always talk about it because it's fun to talk about it's like yeah. talking about like what would you do if you win the it's lottery like you know yeah. yeah it's daydreaming if our podcast were to get like start making big money like how 
freaking awesome it would be. It would be. It would actually lead into my next one after you. I'll mention what 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 I would do if this really like truly blew up. You know what's funny is I think about it. I'm like, man, if it blew up, we'd have to do more than one episode a week, which would be double oh, writing. Be, but it would be awesome because it's it like so there's awesome. no work stress right there's no and like yeah I, you're right like we're we're juggling sports work and then the podcast it's like our lives would be centered like this would be this the would be work. we'd always thinking and writing yeah like pun sitting on a towel right now i'm sitting <laughs> on it because i'm in work clothes yeah <laughs> he I texted like, me and said put a towel on my chair because i'm coming in might have some oil on me yeah i i i punched in at 4 30 in the morning this morning and rushed right here so that eliminates that yeah. And it's like, you can just focus on like, having fun with your boys. And I'll tell you what, it's not, it hasn't happened for a lot of people, but there are some people, like a lot of people think you can do whatever you want. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm an actor. Like they, I'm not saying it's bad, but like David Spade has a podcast with uh, Dana Carvey. And it's like, how do you know you're going to be a good podcaster? Because just because you're an actor or, or these athletes, like the Kelsey, right. the Kelsey brothers, how do you know? But like for someone like us that just start in a bedroom, there's very few, but it has happened to people. All right, my next one is just because of the movie Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, baby. <laughs> I want to be one of those rich guys on Wall on Street. On Wall Street. Another job that has nothing to do with family life. <laughs> when I think when I think of those guys, I think tapered suits. Just yeah. looking fresh. Yeah. Glasses on. Scumbag 80s scumbag haircuts. Slicked back. Closing deals, but you just sound <laughs> like a douchebag. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be so... You're, you're filthy rich. Filthy rich. You yeah. see those videos of them like screaming at the tickers and like the environment there would be absolutely that, awesome. That would be the coolest part. It would be the high energy stress. Yeah. Edge of your seat. Absolutely. Are, are we doing this? Are we like... Yeah. That would I don't be awesome. think I would be good at it because I don't know anything about it, but I think I would enjoy the hell out of it. Bye, hi. <laughs> I would just be shouting out things that don't apply I would at just all. Be, I would be like city groups at five percent, dude. Wolf of Wall Street. I have to watch it once a year. It's just the best movie. It's so good. Living that fast life. So this is this is real life. If I if the podcast did blow up, what we would have to do it probably via Skype or Zoom ah, because little movie stardom. My <laughs> next dream job would be to own a working ranch out west somewhere, <laughs> like a sustain because that's the real dream. Yellowstone like, over here. <laughs> yeah. To have uh, to have your family a piece of land far away from other human beings. That would be the the only funny part about this would be you know how tight women wear their yoga pants. That's how tight my Levi's would be. Yeah, I'm 100 percent wearing skin tight Levi's with a flannel and like like I would be a total po- poser. New pair every day. You have to cut <laughs> yeah. off your body. My, I'd have like rhinestone boots and like a hat and like I'd a rhinestone you'd be like, cowboy. Pun, pun doesn't even sound the same. Like, Howdy, ma'am. How? how how are you, darling? God, I hope you make it big. <laughs> Dude, this guy, he's from the Midwest. He doesn't talk like that at all. I'd be sad. I'd never see him again, but I'd see your face on no, TV from no. the ranch. Guy, I would helicopter in. What you are you talking about? I would helicopter <laughs> I would in there. Helicopter in. <laughs> my next one also has to do with being, all mine have to do with being quite rich. My list, by the way, is what I read a long time ago. Pun, I think, is going from the cuff because he lost his list, as we mentioned last Correct. week. Yeah, yeah. I just deleted mine seven months ago so a long time ago we were talking about gracie hunt and i said i want to be the billionaire daughter of an nfl team owner so that i can be gracie hunt pun and look at myself nude in the mirror (laughs) every single day (laughs) (laughs) oh that just gave me the creeps because i also when you said uh i want to be gracie hunt i'm like oh i'd want to see you naked (laughs) (laughs) well i'd want to see balrog naked every day and you'd be rich but kidding i would want to be an nfl team owner 
Oh, that would be so freaking cool. I think if I had all the money in the world, the one thing, because we talked about it on what would you do if you won the lottery, and I don't know if we actually mentioned it on our episode, whatever it was, number six-ish. I would want to own the Detroit Lions. Oh, my God. What an absolute. Like, I love playing fantasy football. Could you even imagine being in a draft war room pun? Oh, no. And getting to make the first pick? Would you, all right, this is this is your dream. So would you let me in the war room? Absolutely. You'd be on my staff. Oh my come on. I'd be like, pun, that wastebasket is very full right now. But you want to take that trip? The, pro- <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is I would talk you into doing things you shouldn't do as an NFL owner. Oh. I'd be like, bro, let's go to the Eastern Market. Yeah, one of these tailgates. <laughs> They'd be like, wait, is that Andy <laughs> Baylock who owns the Lions doing a keg stand? Vivios with uh <laughs> yeah. Bloody Mary mustaches. Dude, they're like, is this guy got a five guys bag in his hand? What is he just, is, does he not realize he's a billionaire? What an absolute dream it would be to be an, a te- any team owner, but an NFL owner. I'd be Jerry Jones mixed with uh, Dallas Maverick, Mark Cuban. Oh, Mark Cuban, yeah. yeah all yeah, day, yeah. every day, man. You know what's funny is you would be able to tell if you were my friend watching the TV that I would be just pretending. Like, I'd be I'd yeah. be trying to look so cool, like slapping Travis Kelsey's hand, like, what's up, man? Hey, hey, good game. And then I'd look at the camera. And we're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and there, and and you'd be a fan of the team while you're owning the team. Too. That'd be It'd so be cool. Dream. There are young owners. The owner, I think, of the Memphis Grizzlies was one of those dot com guys. I don't remember what dot com he owns, but he was one of those guys that came up in the dot com boom, and now he owns the Memphis Grizzlies. And he's How like freaking our cool. age. That's insane. It's unthinkable. What's Ishba? Probably forty. Oh yeah. Early owns the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably two, three years older than we are. You see the forty-five at the most. You see the house he's building. What a dream! Uh, my last one is, and this should be obvious for anybody who knows. And I'd be at Ben and Jerry's as an ice cream master <laughs> <laughs> mixer <laughs> slash inventor. <laughs> I bet needs a little more brownie over here, guys. To, uh, <laughs> Dude, come on. If you don't want to work at Ben and Jerry's as an ice cream tester, then what are you doing with yourself? Mixer slash tester slash inventor. I'm just going to create a new style of ice cream. We punk could have any job he wants. He'd be making $13 an hour. Yeah. Nice. Broke. I would lose everything. Dude, I'm like, dude. Hey, so have you ever seen... You ever see the video of the guy who is the ice cream tester? How he, he takes little nibbles and goes. He said, "Oh yeah, the way the vanilla bean." I swear to you, I would talk so pretentious. I would talk so pretentious about ice cream. I would come to oh, your house man. and I would be the hummus. How you are that, with hummus? Oh. I'd be, oh, you have bears. <laughs> Ew. That is the best thing I've heard, man. Your son would be like, Dad, I need new basketball shoes. You'd be like, well, the thing Dad, is, I can't afford them right we, now. We ain't got basketball shoe money around here. We have, we have, a lot, we have ice, all the ice cream you want However, to eat, but I got no money. I do have Cherry Garcia <laughs> in the freezer right now. <laughs> Cherry Garcia. <laughs> oh, that's too good. So my uh, my last one piggybacks what you already said, and I said I would want to be. I used to want to be a Jim Rome type of a guy, a guy with his own sports talk show that's nationally syndicated. That'd be sweet because local sports talk would be amazing too. But you end up those guys end up regurgitating and talking about the same things over and over. Like, what are the Lions going to do? What are the Tigers going to do? To be a national guy in all the different states would be make, such a dream. And those dudes make fantastic money. Fantastic money. And since we are podcasters, I'm talking about not necessarily Jim Rome, but nowadays, like the new wave, Dan Patrick, who left ESPN. Love Dan Patrick. Does it out of his own basement. He's retiring, I think, at the end of 2024. 
what a dream. He works yeah. in his own basement. He's got his own podcast. Joe Rogan, I'm going to drop. And then, but of all of them, I'm into like the Pat McAfee show. Oh, listen, the things that Pat, Pat Mac has done for college game day is insane. Like Pat Mac and he's his, on college game day. He's what a on dream. college game day. So he went from being an NFL punter. Obviously he had inroads. He had Aaron Rodgers on his show, which really boomed yeah. him. But then he's got this successful podcast, making millions on college game day. What a dream. Did you hear he dropped A-Rod like uh, 500 grand? Oh my God. So he believes in like taking care of his guys. Yeah. But he said if it wasn't for A-Rod, he wouldn't have had the growth he did. And when he signed his first big check, even though Aaron Rodgers didn't need the money, he gave him a check for 500 grand. That's awesome. Like, dude. thanks for doing what you did. That's awesome. When you watch, I, I have them on when I'm like home office and I always have like sports on like background noise because I need some, I can't be in like complete silence. Yeah. And they have like an intro for all of his, when they come back from commercials of them getting on private jets and like going to his high school that he grew up at and donating money to the sports programs. Pat McAfee is like such a cool guy. That guy is living the best life. He's living the best life. He talks sports every day for a living. He's insanely popular right now. And he's on college game day. He's shooting the shit with Lee Corso. Did you see Theo Vaughn was on college game day? Yes, I did. Did you see the one where he's walking on the sideline and they go, hey, Theo Vaughn, what up, man? He goes, I was just looking for the Lord. What's up with you, my man? (laughs) He's so so good. He was like picking games like, yeah, I'm about to go with Kentucky. I got a cousin named Reggie down in there. Dude, he is so (laughs) Funny, my cousin right? brett went to school there um and pat mack gets to like he gets to push the boundary yeah you know he gets to push for espn he is as cutting edge as they will yeah. ever be allow yeah. yeah he's wearing a black tank that's his like uniform is his black tank top and his gold chain yeah he pat, he's he's the man so yeah that would be a dream if, if pun and i can get nationally syndicated and have that type of success where you guys are watching us get on the private jets forget it. listen i just want to be on fm radio <laughs> You know, I just want you to be scrolling through <laughs> and just hear my and voice. See pun. All right, get into our goodbyes. We did pick up two countries. Pun, do you remember the country that you guessed last week when it was Italy? Well, I said Afghanistan a couple times. By the times. way, Americans say Italy with a D and Europeans say Italy with a T. <laughs> did I say it with a D? We all do. Italy. Italy. Uh, you said do. you said Malta. Malta, yeah. And yeah. then you were like, is that a country? Yeah. And I was like, it's definitely a country. Well, upon since you said that, we have picked up Malta. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding okay. you. Okay. Well, uh, what's, a, what's an obscure country? Do we have Australia? We have Which Australia. Which is, is not an obscure we country, do. by the way. <laughs> it's like the complete opposite sure of it. sure it's a continent. Yeah. Fun's <laughs> uh, like that guy on uh, uh, Family Feud guessing which country, and he says Africa. <laughs> um, how about we don't have Thailand? We, I think we do have Thailand. I'll tell you, it's my favorite country to say out loud. It's called Nepal. 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 <laughs> Nepal Dude, is, the, is the other let's country. Go climb that we Everest. Got. So I have a feeling someone we might know maybe did like an Italy. Malta, a little tour, n- Nepal, nipple, nipple tour, a little nip tour, a little nip slip, paging doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Some closing thoughts that I have. So, Steph and I were at the bar on Saturday and we were talking to friends. And I, I remember I had this tweet written down forever. And we were talking about when you're young and you like drink your parents' booze. And there was a tweet from Elizabeth Ellen that said, Told my dad I ran out of alcohol and didn't have any money to buy any for the weekend. So he oh, gave no. me a, he gave me the huge bottle of vodka from the cupboard that I stole and replaced with water when I was sixteen. Oh no! <laughs> Life literally does come back to bite you in the ass. Yes, it does. All right, pun. Next week, what are we doing? 
Next week is our last week of the oh, year. Oh, you know what we're doing. You know what we're doing, Pond. You know what we're doing. Next week is dun, 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 dun. <laughs> one week from today is our last recording of the year. Pond and I are going to shut it down and take a much deserved break. We're essentially going to fist fight over Topanga. Absolutely. We are going to do TV our, babes. Our number one bait. TV. We got to specify. Rated. TV show bait. Okay. Draft special. All right. And that's all I got. What else you got, Pond? That's it for me, dog. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha